Alright, all you skill seekers and thrill seekers out there, it's another episode of What Do the Pros Say? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. Again, this is the show where we look at all the things you do in life and figure out who's the person that gets paid for that, because I bet somebody's getting paid. Somebody's getting paid for that. Always. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm super excited about this week's show. Yeah. Going to Otakon. Yeah. Um, um, First one outside of Baltimore, which makes me a little bit sad. I shouldn't say the first one outside of Baltimore, because they do one in Las Vegas. Uh, uh, but there's, there's not like a uh, a stranglehold on the name there, right? Or but it is the first one that should be in Baltimore that isn't, and we'll right. see how long this lasts. I think they're going to come back. Oh, that would be nice because it's very convenient when they're here. God, yeah, and, and it's such uh, a good boost for the economy. I just don't know why there wasn't much more of a fight by the government here to say like, hey, yeah. uh, or at least the local pubs. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm going to be looking for something else to do. Uh, while you're gone and because without Otacon being across the street from the Pratt Street Ale House, I have no reason to sit there and drink outside all weekend. I do have to tell you, uh, I, talking to a bartender that I uh, do trivia at, mm. uh, he told me that bronies are much more willing to tip than people that go to Otacon. That's interesting. Mm. I don't know if I'm surprised. I think I'm not surprised. I feel like their message of friendship means that they look out for the yeah. people that look out for them. And also at Otakon you're spending two to three hundred dollars on stuffed animals and right. the food and tip aren't really that much important to Yeah, you. Uh, we should point out for folks that may be outside of Baltimore, uh Otakon is an anime themed uh video uh anime. It's a Japan it's it's, it's sort it's of a Japanese the, it's themed a Japanese themed convention. That covers videos, manga, uh anime, comics, cartoons, yeah. yeah. Um characters I, I imagine there are uh, lots of anime pillows and things that you can buy. So many anime pillows. Yeah. Uh, having not spent much time inside of Otakon myself, mostly just looking at the costumes from downtown, Right. I, I rely on your reports. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, unfortunately, I won't be joining you on this trip because I am on my own professional learning quest. Yeah, you are. Uh, this weekend, I have scheduled... A procedure, ooh, which sounds like something that I would pay for. Yeah, uh, but I've been talking with students at Johns Hopkins, uh, not too far students? up the way. I, I I see already your eyes are glazing over. So we all know students pay to right. be at places or take on loans, which is you know, debt accrual is right. also not getting paid. Sorry, but there are people on Johns Hopkins campus who are students who are getting paid to do random tasks, mm-hmm. everything from brushing their teeth to uh, having their brains scanned, to testing new medical research. And I've been speaking with some of them, and uh, look forward to putting that in a future episode. But this weekend, I'm looking forward to getting a a fat $50 bill and a scan of my own brain. Good. I'm excited because the first thing, like right off the top, as soon as I get to D.C., as soon as I get off the Metro, get to the convention center, Mm. uh, I'm going to... Uh, what what is being dubbed as Nintendo Nightmares, creepy Ooh. and spine-chilling Nintendo theories, secrets, and urban legends. But one of my more exciting thing is reading the description, mm. uh, which, you know, whenever you're work- doing a workshop of any kind or doing a presentation, you have an idea what it's going to be. But the fun part is, as a 
as like a, a participant, yeah. you know that like shit hit the fan and it's not going to be the same. So I'm excited to hear from <laughs> what they what they're going to do from Get ready to explore the creepiest theories, secrets, and urban legends surrounding your favorite Nintendo game series. Are you eerie? Are there eerie ghosts hidden in Mario games? Mm, I don't know. Yes. Why are certain? That's a, that's a feature of character. Yeah. Well, yeah. The boo. The boo. <laughs> uh, why are certain Pokemon creepily similar? I mean, because you Probably can only lazy yeah, programmers. Yeah. yeah. Sprites. Uh, you will never look at your Mario, Zelda, or even Animal Crossing game the same way again. Now, Animal Crossing. I'm down. Like that yeah. is full of secrets yeah. and yeah. ghosts. I've seen some of the ghosts in my old about GameCube Animal Crossing game. Uh, I saw on YouTube somebody took uh, Mario Kart 8 mm. and like zoomed out. Ah, yeah. And was able to see like how much fine detail is put into the courses in Mario that you Mario like, Kart never that see. Never see because you're too busy avoiding blue shells and right. eat mushrooms. So I'm excited. Maybe that's going to be in there too. I hope so. That sounds pretty good. Uh, it, it puts me in mind of uh, a, a creepypasta text adventure game on the internet called The Uncle That Works at Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? No. Maybe ask them about it there. It's okay. not made by Nintendo. Well, but, I wouldn't expect it to be yeah, made by But check it out maybe after. Okay. So, so that you hear the, the official breakdown and then follow it up. I've never stood up and asked a question in a presentation so this might be the first time hopefully yeah. if they don't cover it i can ask them about i hope it. they do take questions okay yeah i do too yeah otherwise i don't know it's otakon right yeah. buy him a beer afterwards great well uh i don't want to waste any time i know yeah. you've got to get packed and uh get down there you've got a day full of uh no, i'm sorry it's all weekend isn't it it is all weekend but yeah. y- you don't go sunday i'm definitely not going sunday like no, no. I'd, I'd go sundays if it was here in baltimore right. but i'm not going to take a trip to dc for Sunday when everything's wrapping up. So it is a Friday and Saturday event. Gotcha. Okay. Well, two days is still two days. Yeah, two days. So It'll be good. I wish you the best, yeah, and uh, we'll see you back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are... Sad. Happy. Funny. Sad. Itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because there's... We gravitate towards that. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right. Hi, everybody. I am here in uh, the capital of the United States, Washington, D.C., and we are at Otakon. I'm saying we because uh, today, this is the first day of the event. I'm here with world-renowned expert in cosplay and convention panels, uh, Professor Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. So we just got out of our first panel, uh, and it was about uh, Nintendo Nightmares. How do, you, how do you think it went? Horrible. Why would you say it went Horrible. He didn't know what he was really doing. He couldn't get on the videos. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things was the the presenter, which we, we both give credit to the fact that you're at least attempting to present something uh, at an event. Uh, but none of the, the videos worked. And he didn't download all of the videos he needed. Uh, I do. What did you think about his long-going storyline of the Ben character from a specific... Uh, Majora's Mask game. 
Well, I think it was funny because he would add it in randomly through the thing, but once people noticed it, because he would click out of slides, and you could notice that that slide would have him on it. And then you could notice that the fake, when he uh, had the, what is it called? The internet air yeah. thing. You could tell that was a slide, too, at the end, so... Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't really good in the acting department, but he did have a really good PowerPoint. So one of the things that we're here uh, this weekend is to talk about people in cosplay. As the the foremost expert in cosplaying uh, from around the world, what are like three things that we have to be looking for when it comes to just more of the the better? Like, what is the most art- artistically sound cosplay outfits? Well, they have to have the proper acting down for the character. Okay. They have to have a good costume so it looks exactly like the character. Okay. So we only have two. There isn't a third one? There's not really. Okay, so it's just two. You need to have the outfit down and you need to have the character down. Personality. Personality. So, you know, we're here at a, a Japanese pop culture convention. What would you expect to see mostly uh, a character's life? Anime. Nintendo, because it's pop culture. Now, one of the things I appreciate is when you take your class, because um, I, I believe you're right now guest teaching at Yale University, um, one of the things you give as your syllabus is a bingo card to go to a convention, and one of which is finding five different types of Deadpool. Yeah. And we've, I think we've successfully seen two different ones. Two. Got Dead Robin, or whatever you want to call him. Jason Todd, as I would like to call him. Taco Pool. Taco Pool. So, I mean, there's a good chance we're going to see a plethora of cosplaying Deadpools, which kind of makes me excited. But we're, we're also really here to figure out how much money cosplayers make by dressing up as these characters. In your experience, uh, Professor Jacob, what is the amount of money that we could expect these cosplayers to be making per con? Is it $1,000, $100,000? Well, there's no exact amount. Okay. Because each cosplayer is different, so... Okay, so some of these people around us may have specific deals other people may just be walking around it's going to be hard to figure out which one are the professionals and which ones are just the people here for fun so that that's an attempt the schedule here uh this is the first otakon in washington dc it took us about 30 minutes to get into the building it took us about another 10 minutes to find the panel we're still not having exactly the right amount of collectiveness to know exactly where we are. Dealer room doesn't open till 12. Artist Alley doesn't open till 1. Everybody, as you all know, as listeners here, when I'm at a convention, I want to buy something really specific. I may think about getting a, a Pokemon. I don't know. That might be something to look at. If I was to buy a Pokemon here at Otakon, what would I? What should I get to do a really good cosplay? Well, since if you were cosplaying as, like, Ash or someone... Okay. Since Pikachu is the mainly used Pokemon, maybe get someone different than Pikachu because everybody's going to have Pikachu. Okay. 
All right, well, that's something to look at. But yeah, so uh, today, tomorrow, no one comes to a convention on Sunday. It's ridiculous. It, everything's shutting down. Everybody is worn out. Uh, we're going to have to find ourselves some cosplayers, and we're going to see if we can sit down and talk with them and see if we can get some information on their outfits, who they are and what they do, and see maybe if we can find out a little bit about themselves. Who are you excited to meet? Is there anyone, like, maybe a character you're excited to meet? No, not really. Because you've seen them all. Basically. Technically, you've taught them all. Yep. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to take a look around. There's, there's so many people here. There's so many opportunities. Uh, hopefully, we'll find out if people actually get a, get a chance to, to make some money. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, I am here with three cosplayers. Um, is this your first Otakon? No, no. No. But it is, as everyone here, first Otakon in D.C. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. Um, what, what is your uh, experience like so far of just being here uh, for the first hour or so? Um, well, one, it's really big. Mm. Like, the space is at least twice as big as the usual one. But um, nothing's really open, but there's a lot of people walking around. Haven't seen as much cosplay out, but it seems to be, like, decent. Yeah. So, it's all good. There's a lot of people in spirit and being excited, so that's a good thing. Uh, so, you three are all in cosplay at the moment. Uh, yep. Are you all cosplaying as the same show? Or yes, we're both. We're all cosplay. Same game. Beautiful. Yep. What? Persona 5. Okay. It's uh, just, a, just a Japanese, RPG. just an RPG off of the Persona franchise. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Hopefully when the game room opens, it's in there, which I guess they've changed their hour from 10 to now noon, so that's going to throw some people off. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so how um, is this a cosplay that you've gone uh, for a while? Is this new? Is this something no, that you're... No, yeah, it came out. The game came out. Yeah, it came out in April, yeah, April. Came out in April okay. so we kind of had to get the outfits ready after that. And then seeing, like, reference pictures right. and getting it ready. So, no, this is our first year. Okay. Is this your first year uh, cosplaying in general, or no? We've been doing five out five years. How long? Have you, yeah, five, five years. years. What have you all cosplayed as in the last couple of years? That's fine. You do like not a have a million and five okay. cosplays. Wow, that's starting with old ones and working up to new ones. Yeah, nice Doctor Who. We we go everywhere. Do you have a different outfit for each day of the uh, mostly? Yes. Okay. Um, as somebody who does not cosplay, I respect the idea that you have clean, fresh outfits. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> you need to keep them. You need to keep them fab. You know. Yeah. You need to. Uh, how much money do you think you spend on average on a <laughs> on a cosplay? Uh, for me, on a cosplay, I try to make it out of things that I can get, like okay. a Goodwill and all that. So maybe at the most, maybe a hundred. But if you're going to buy the outfit, you're going to spend around $200 on it. Did you buy your outfit from Goodwill or? No, I had to buy mine. I think this was 120 It wasn't that's with not bad. shipping. Yeah, yeah that's not bad at all. And yeah. so how much money are you expecting to make out of these outfits? Zero dollars and zero cents. I'll probably lose more money than I make wearing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's. Yeah. Free oxygen. That's okay. Okay, so you're making oxygen. That's something. You're 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 getting that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate yeah. it, and I hope you enjoy no the rest of this, and you get yeah. at least somewhere that is in a long line. But it's Hopefully. Otacon, so there's it's always Otacon. a line. Line con. <laughs> line con 2017. We'll be right yeah. back. 
All right, everybody. So I'm here with another cosplayer here at Otakon. Is this your first Otakon? Uh, no, this is actually my fourth. Wow. Okay. That's that's roughly about. I think I'm on my fifth or sixth. Mm -hmm. um, have you cosplay every time that you've come to Otakon? Uh, no. This is the second time I've second done it. Second time. Is this the same outfit that you wore? Oh no, I no. just made this. Okay. Just when you say just made this, do you mean like a month ago, or like you planned this for a year? Uh, I've planned this for a while. The wig I'm currently wearing got styled about six hours ago. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Six hours ago. Six hours ago. You woke up that early? Oh, yeah. I didn't sleep last night. Okay. Are you staying within the vicinity or are you yeah, I'm commuting? Yeah, Okay. Okay. It's a very nice hotel. Oh, yeah. But I get to sleep in a sleeping bag on the floor because, you know, eight of us in a room. I guess that's how it works. That, that's how you save money. Mm -hmm. um, your outfit, who are you cosplaying as? Holly Blue Agate from Steven Universe. Okay. So are you upset that you're missing the Steve, the uh, Steve, Steven Universe closer look panel? Yeah, I ended up uh, being in line for a little longer than I thought. Yeah. You know, they had one line, and you think that's it, and they sent you to another, and then finally there's this third line. You're finally, but your your feet hurt too bad. Was that just there. for your badge, or was that oh, for... Oh, yeah, that was just for the badge. Took did me out 30 minutes, 40. Did you already have your badge? I did not. Okay, because we were, we were stuck in the uh, badge with bag line. Oh, and yeah. so, like, now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't bring a bag, and then I can just go right in. Um, all right, so how much uh, of this outfit did you buy yourself, make yourself? Uh, I ended up buying the shirt, the pants, and the boots. I ended up making with different cloth the um, jacket I'm wearing. Uh, I hemmed and did a bit of altering with the gloves. The wig, I ended up cutting and making the buns myself with the, uh, with the spare materials I had left over. Wow, okay. I mean, it, it always baffles me how much work actually goes into creating the perfect cosplay um are you uh going to are they doing a steve the universe uh photo shoot they are mm -hmm. are you going to that yeah i'm really excited yeah. for it what did what did you cosplay as last year since that was your first uh last year i did three different cosplays i did um freddy krueger kiki from kiki's delivery service and i did i did a steampunk cosplay that is if i had to say the two opposite ends of the world. It is Freddy Krueger and Kiki. And like, that's just, I mean, that's awesome that you. It's fun. Yeah. See, I've never cosplay because I'm worried about, uh, my one, my inability to, uh, sew. Um, <laughs> and then two, how much it costs to pay somebody to then do that. Yeah. Um, you have face makeup on, mm -hmm. um, and then you have, uh, like a body suit. Is it just a body suit or is they just They're long just gloves? gloves. They're okay. Just really tall gloves. Okay. Um, so how long did it take you to get the face? Uh, because, because I was sweating so much, uh, mm -hmm. it, I had to keep reapplying for a while. It took about, with this one, 40 minutes actually. Cause so it was, six hours on the wig, 40 hours on the makeup, 30 hours and 30, 30 minutes in line. Like that's just, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, yeah, okay. that's just the basics. That's crazy. So, uh, all this effort, all this, uh, all this time you're putting into it. How much money are you making off of this cosplay? Oh, I'm making about, let's see, negative $120. All right. Well, it does seem like the, the average price that you're putting into is $120 from the people that we've interviewed. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, and hopefully you will walk upon some sort of dollar bill on the ground so that you could say you at least oh, made a dollar. Lord willing. Thank <laughs> you so much. All right. We'll be right back. We are closing in at the end of the afternoon sessions here at Otakon on Friday. And uh, one of the things that I've been talking to with uh, Professor Jacob, who again is a current adjunct professor at Yale University, 
currently teaching uh, success in sewing, especially for uh, for cosplaying. Uh, one of the things that we were talking about is sometimes you see Waldo and then you can't find him again. Uh, Professor, could you explain to us about your journey on trying to actually find Waldo? It was a success. But you've also been looking for more than just that one Waldo. Well, I saw two Waldos. You've seen two. Do you feel that finding two means that there's maybe more? Yes. If you had to guess which there's more of, Deadpools or Waldos, what would it be? Deadpools. Okay. So we uh, just got done being at uh, the dealer's room inside of Otakon, which uh, we were in one line, and they told us that there was too many people in the dealer's room, so they couldn't let anyone in. Then we found another line that somebody else told us to get into, and then again was told there were too many people in the dealer's room, so they couldn't let us in. Then we followed a third line, and that line led us to, again, being told that there was too many people within the dealer's room. And then over the walkie, you hear someone say, I don't know who told anyone this, but we are not at capacity. Were you shocked at how spacious the dealer's room was? Yeah, at Comic-Con, the dealer's room is, like, very big. And then here, it's it's kind of the same size, but there's not that much more stuff in it. Okay. Uh, I know you were a little bit disappointed in the selection of pop vinyls. Is that? Uh, yeah, but I still found some. You did, yeah, you found one. What is, What is your opinion on price gouging when it comes to pop vinyls? Like, what is what is the maximum dollar amount that you would pay for a pop vinyl you could find at Walmart? Ten dollars. Wow. Just to let everybody know, Walmart uh, sells their pop vinyls at eight ninety nine. Bad. Yeah, not not bad at all. Uh, yeah, there were pop vinyls for twelve dollars, which is roughly about three dollars more than what you would average buy uh, pop vinyl for. Not a fan of that. But we're talking about uh, cosplaying, and uh, we've seen a lot of interesting uh, cosplay this this today. Yep. Yeah. Well, the hope is, is that at some point we're going to see somebody uh, that we can also get into contact with and. An interview about their cosplay. Uh, any anyone in particular you're trying to? I know you wanted to talk to that guy who was playing the arms character, but again, when it comes to costuming, they did a really good job, and you're unable to see their mouth. So I don't think we'll be able to get them to talk. Yeah. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna check and see if we can catch somebody in a in a good old fashioned suit. Maybe we'll find Waldo and maybe talk to him. All right, hey. everybody. Hello and welcome back. Jonathan, good to see you. It's good to see you. How was uh, John Hopkins? It was great. I would just like to show you right here. Crisp $50 bill. Wow. Which I had to go to the bank to get. They right. actually wrote me a check. Um, but I can say um, that my body is metal free. Okay, good. Because uh, they don't let you in the MRI machine if you have any metal on or in you. We could have tested that at Oticon. By having Magneto try to bend you all in sorts of ways. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, that's uh, probably a fake 
Magneto costume with a real person inside with no mutant powers, right? I'm, you never know. I just, I mean, in this, like, I, can I tell you, being inside of one of those machines, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Yeah. The claustrophobia, the, the booming loud noises. Do, it's, you, uh, do you just close your eyes and go in there? Well, you're not allowed to close your eyes if, you, if they're not closed at the start. So the number one thing is you're not allowed to move even a muscle once the, uh, the booming begins because that's, uh, it takes several images in order to get one good scan. And if you move at all, it doesn't line back up. Oh my god! It's uh, it turns out like this kind of technology is pretty complicated. Yeah, and uh, not very human focused. You would think that they would have fixed that by now. Yeah, I don't know. There are other scanning technologies, but uh, I imagine this is the one that's uh, accessible to researchers. You know, they have one. Okay. I don't know who pays for that. All right. Uh, I guess our our government. But uh, enough about that, Jonathan. That's a future episode. Uh, How do you feel about? I mean, we've just heard your your trip to Otakon. Yeah. Uh, do you still feel like it's going to come back to Baltimore in the near future? That's a great question. I do know that they had less people sign up this year than they have in Mm. years past. I think that might affect their need to come back, but, uh, the place was huge. Yeah. The convention center in DC is huge, which is interesting because the one in Baltimore is also quite large. Um, yes, yeah, not as big as this. Okay. Um, but fair. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not among like the top ten cities. No. It's no Indianapolis. No, it's and, like, and I mean, it's like a city inside of there. You know, uh, in about four weeks, we'll be doing our Comic Con episode from mm. Baltimore, and you know, that's a little bit smaller. There's not as many. They don't use the whole convention. Yeah, area. you know, like uh, in in years past, you would actually have things going on in the Sheridan. You had things right. going on, but now like all of it was in the DC convention center, wow. which may be the reason why they decided to do it. They didn't have to pay convention center and Sheridan. Mm, simplifies, so it yeah. was just like one spot, one stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, I, it's always a fun time. I right. always enjoy it. It was really good. Uh, well, I know you were also looking to get some tips on how to start your own uh, paid cosplaying business. Uh, do you feel like you were successful? No. No, 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 no I, usable tips. Everyone that I met spent a lot of money. So if anything, it's going mm. to be me putting like actually creating a, a stop, a one stop shop for you to buy materials. to. OK, make. boy, I thought you were going to turn that around and say it was going to become a hobby for you, which is no, God, no, 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 word. no, 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 no. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I like I like where your head's at. I think uh, if you can find a way to reach out to the folks that need the supplies and you can warehouse them for cheaply. You know, as we talked about, um, geez, what was that? Episode 50-something yeah. uh, about warehousing and logistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just put your stuff where the people are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought about maybe even opening up, like, a pop-up shop outside. Nice. Um, and just selling Deadpool costumes. Uh-huh. Everyone will buy a Deadpool costume. Any, anybody. You there. You didn't bring a costume. Nope. Here's a Deadpool. Yep, here's a Deadpool. You, that's a really nice Darth Pikachu. Here's a Deadpool. Here's a Deadpool. Yeah. And it's like you come as Deadpool, but there's supplies for you to dress up as other Deadpool. So like Chef Deadpool, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mario Deadpool. Oh, is there a Deadpool Deadpool? Uh, yeah, but that's weird because you have to wear two suits and one suit has to be upside down. That does sound weird. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh Jonathan, I look forward to hearing more about your business endeavors. Yeah, and, can't wait. Uh, I'm I'm going to be enrolling in yet more paid research. Ooh. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, we'll see. I think I might have to get addicted to one drug or another for some of the ones I'm thinking of. Well, as long as it's a good trip. All right. 
Uh, well, folks, thanks so much for listening. We wouldn't do this show without you. Uh, please remember to find us online and like and subscribe mm-hmm. and share. Uh, you can hit us up at We Have to Ask on Twitter and on Facebook. And let us know, how are you doing what you do for a living? You're a professional. Somebody pays you. Uh, give us some tips. Let us know. There are people out there that want to make money off of just about anything. Yeah. And we, we also know that you're very interested in uh, being sort of ventures in your own way. So if you happen to uh, put a, you know, just a, a review on uh, on iTunes, yes, uh, I have this please. Pikachu that if you email us uh, your review and we see it, and you're the first person to do it, we'll get we'll mail you this Pikachu. Yeah, definitely. Drop us a line at podcast mm-hmm. at we have to ask.com. And uh, you know, you shouldn't have to do anything that you're not getting paid for. So uh, we really like those reviews. They help us get found in the Apple Podcast Store. And uh, please, when you do, make sure to leave us a five-star rating as well. Yeah, if you leave us a one-star rating, I'm taking away the Pikachu. Yeah, yeah that's not going to happen. Definitely not getting a Pikachu for mm-hmm. a one-star. Nope. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it yeah. for this week. Uh, Jonathan, thanks again. Yeah, no, and thank you for the whole medical advice stuff. Oh, sure. I, hey, I, I'm learning so much. Looking forward to more. Uh, and folks, thank you all once again. This has been another episode of What Do the Pros Say? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, we say do it. See y'all next time. This has been another episode of What Do the Pros Say? We'd like to thank our producers Amy and Herbie Lobsters and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. <laughs>